friends, welcome back to the Funny Thing About Parenting podcast. My name is TJ, along with Melissa. Hello. We are back in 2022, ready to have some fun with you. Whoa. Catching my Did vibes. Did you plan that? Nope, didn't at all. I don't plan Freestyle. things. Freestyle. I just have a ball. <laughs> this is, we thought, new year, new style of podcast. We're just going to r- rhyme our way through it. It's going to be like one big poem. That's how we do things here. In our home. <laughs> there you go. Now you're catching on. Oh, yeah. Hope you had a great new year. And I uh, hope January is off to a good start for you, wherever you're listening from. Most likely you are a mom or a dad. And if that's the case, <laughs> thanks for listening. We hope that we can lighten your day a little bit. Maybe help unlock something in that brain of yours when it comes to parenting, but probably more likely just maybe put a smirk on your face and get you nodding your head a little bit because, you know, our lives tend to be more similar than not when Mm -hmm. it comes to attempting to raising kids. Am I wrong? You are not wrong. And why not laugh about it? Why not? That's why, that's why we're here. We're here to help you giggle kind of Mm -hmm. sometimes, but uh, so last week we kind of wrapped up 2021. We got to hear from you, you like what were your highlights of the year? And that was pretty fun. We shared some of ours as well. Um, New Year's Eve, quick story. Oh, yes, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, without like getting into a ton of detail, Winnie had been sick for a couple of days and she was coughing nonstop New Year's Eve and of course, on, like on a holiday when everything's been mm-hmm. closed and eight o'clock at night, we finally looked at each other and we're like, we, we need to get her seen. Her yeah. breathing was rapid, coughing nonstop. She just looked so miserable. And so long story short, mm. Melissa, you ended up taking her to I Children's her Hospital. To children's Hospital to the ER and joined the other family spending their New Year's Eve at ER. And yeah, it was going to be a two to four and a half hour wait potentially. But Winnie made quite a scene. As a youngest child, she <laughs> She made quite the scene of coughing and gagging, and it was so sad to hear her like that, but they kind of, they were worried about her breathing, and so they were she, like, Let's she get put on a show, and it was funny, it, not funny, but it seemed like she literally had no break in coughing like the entire day, and then at in the ER, it was like at, at one of its worst Um points and then when we got to the room where like the nurse checked her vitals all of a sudden it seemed like her coughing stopped it's like she literally was putting on a show at the er <laughs> she wasn't she was very sick but well, so we we, <laughs> yeah. we thought like this would be and i'd be normally the one to take the kids to the doctor like i tend to do that especially you mm-hmm. you went down to minneapolis and i don't like driving but when he's been yeah. so attached to you and it just made like that's what made the most sense. I stayed back with the kids. We thought it'd just be like a couple hours. Get mm-hmm. her vitals checked. She's probably got an infection of some sort. Mm-hmm. Well, turns out you stayed the whole night. Yeah. She had a respiratory virus, not COVID, not the flu, no no infections, no pneumonia. Mm-hmm. She had some virus that I can't pronounce. And I came up and met you there the next day. Yeah. And we hung out and they gave her oxygen and steroids and 
whatever else. And she was like completely back to almost her normal self after getting nebbed and getting those things. So, mm-hmm. pretty, but yes, it was quite the uh, new ringing in the new year adventure. Melissa after after the whole ordeal, which it's never fun. It's never fun having to go to the the doctor, the the ER, all of that. Like, and especially when your kid's not doing well, it is not fun as a parent. But in hmm. hindsight, you had uh, you had a girls' night. We had a girls' night. Yeah, I joked that like we had the best. New Year's girls night because we had like a movie night marathon. We literally watched movies the entire time because she was hooked up That's to all these bad. cords and couldn't bad. move. We had like some spa treatments, which was the the, um, the nebulizer. Nebulizer. Okay. Yeah, we, you had room service. we even had room service. Food, people bringing food. I mean, yeah. this is this I is mean, quite we, the we ordeal. We went all out. This is this is the way to do it. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, glad. Shout out to those at Children's Hospital. They just do such an amazing job. And anyone in healthcare right now is, they are just saints. Yeah, so thank you for what you do. And today is going to be a fun episode. This is going to be so much fun. (laughs) So fun. So fun. And next week, because we're going to split, there's so much fun to be had here that we are going to split it up into two different episodes. Which is, that's hard for a middle child to do. I want to have all the fun right now. Mm-hmm. But I threw out the question on Instagram. because uh, The question was, what is your birth order between you and your, your partner? If you're married, your spouse, or if you're in a relationship, uh, what's the birth order of the two of you? And then how does it play out for better or for worse? That was inspired by a mom who shared a video that had something to do with birth order and marriage. I think her husband was a middle child or something and I just loved it. But it got me thinking, we haven't really talked about birth order and marriage a ton. Mm-hmm. So w- what we're going to do is we are going to uh, I've got a lot of, resp- we've done a lot of research here. This is official research <laughs> because the amount of responses is off the charts. I think people have fun sharing these kinds of things. If you share, thanks for sending me a note. We have all of, we what we didn't do was organize it in an Excel sp- yes. spreadsheet, which we should have. Spoiler alert, we are both middles. <laughs> We're totally flying by the seat of our pants, but we have all these, all these, uh, uh, comments and we're going to go through them so today's episode we are going to look at and muse on the birth order when you and your spouse are the same birth order mm-hmm. so we're going to walk through and this is mostly based on it's a little bit of our observations but most of this is going to be what we are hearing from other people mm-hmm. from yeah this is scientific research yes might as well be sure and then next week I think is going to be even more fun because it's it's what what is it like when your birth orders are different? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is great! I am this eating this great. up. Aren't you eating this? I'm up? I'm eating this up. And this I did. I mean, I did some light, um, like googling and researching. <laughs> okay, okay. Just because I was curious what other studies might be out there, and there's like a little bit here and there. Um, but I, there was like an overarching theme of like it's generally going to be a little easier if you do marry someone from the opposite and there is going to be a little more tension and f- maybe more fun if you do the matching. 
because opposites okay. attract and balance each other out. So this episode where we're like talking about uh, marrying the same birth order could get juicy. I don't know. <laughs> this is where all the, the fun is, right? I, I can't wait to dive in. And I'm a middle <laughs> child. Melissa, we were just talking about, again, we've said this a million times. She's... She's the middle of three, but they're so spaced out that you're basically. Right. I'm a gap child. baby. Like there's so many variables when you like talk about birth order. I have an older brother who's ten years about ten years old. You definitely older. have middle tendencies that we'll get into. Yes. But um, And I'm the only girl. Three, two it, two boys. And by the way, right before we recorded this podcast, we were also <laughs> talking about like the books that have been written, which there haven't been any at least that we know of. Nothing birth order recent. books recently no. like there are a couple of well-known ones which i get asked all the time like have you read it have you read it i haven't read it and i sort of almost refuse to read it because i think it's going to be more scientific jargon that i don't want to fill my brain with yeah. i just i want real people telling me their real experiences and it all adds up and we put together these narratives that that tend to be true. Right. With the exception of it's not always the same in every family. But anyway, without further ado, shall we dive in? Let's dive in. We're like 10 minutes into this episode. We haven't even started oh yet. My oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. We're sorry, gotta, people. Come on. <laughs> we're, we're rhyming, <laughs> making things up. Okay, here we go. Um, do you want to go first? Do you have one? Um, so this is yeah. when a firstborn marries a, a firstborn. firstborn. Th- these are quick anecdotes. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, we're reading responses from people from the Instagram poll. Um, I have, let's see. We are two firstborns who spend a lot of time rolling our eyes at our siblings. Okay. Okay. Um, and the one other one, two firstborns, we always have to be right, don't want to apologize, and have the best we both have the best way to do things. Ah, that's very firstborn-like. And then another one says, we're both firstborn, probably the only way we would both survive. <laughs> oh. LOL. Okay. Yeah, because, okay, so the the second one that you read, mm-hmm. it's about being right. Was that it? Like they're... they're they they both always have to be right and they don't like to apologize okay, so and they positive. each have their best way of doing things. So... They know what works, right? Right. They've got formulas and they're like, I'm going to stick to it. I know. But then they, when you have two firstborns that have found different ways to do things and they both think they're right. Ooh, look out. Yeah. Look I mean, out. To their core, they want to do the right thing and have the right way. And then if there's a different, yeah, that's going to be a mix, a power struggle. My parents are both firstborns. Yeah. Although I swear my mom is a middle child at heart. Um, but... I tell you what, my dad, when it comes to the garage, mm-hmm. he he doesn't fight any battles. He's he, he doesn't fight battles. That's just his nature. <laughs> he's just nice. He's kind. Mm-hmm. Unlike me, where I just like to, if I see, you know, I think he's learned that life is a lot more. Uh, it's easier, lovely, and easier <laughs> if he just lets. I'll you learn know, that if someday. He like submits totally, and that's what. So what's funny is. When his garage is like his space, right? Mm-hmm. And everything is in its place. He's got his sockets and wrenches hung evenly and everything's in its place. But what's funny is my mom has a minivan and she parks the car in 
I don't think she has a system necessarily. I just think like she's like, okay, I'm going to get the car in the garage and mm-hmm. wherever it, wherever it lands, it's great. Right. But I think it gets under my dad's skin a little bit if she's like two inches too deep into the garage. <laughs> in fact, when I was a kid, he hung a, uh, a tennis ball from the rafters oh, of the yeah. garage so that she knew if she yeah. hit that tennis ball, she needed to stop so that he had like enough room. Things. Isn't that funny? That All right, I've got, I've got one. Uh, what was the third one that you read? I'm sorry, go back to that one. Oh, it was, um, they said there were two firstborns and that's probably the only way they would survive. Okay, that's interesting. Which is probably like because they like a certain way of doing things, they don't want to mess around with people who aren't like as responsible as them. Maybe These are two know. firstborns that are in sync. Yeah, so with- they're they're doing... Doing something like, right. They're like, if I lived with a middle child, I would scream. And they might live with a middle child, which is their child, and they might. Right. It might like just confirm, like, <sighs> oh gosh, well, that's interesting. The people, maybe two firstborn parents are tend to be the ones that are like, what do we do with their middle child? Yeah. Why aren't they more like their older brother or sister? Yeah. And they're starting to realize, like, okay, maybe this is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one here. It says, two oldest, both are super super organized, planned out, and both want to be the boss. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Do you have one? Yep. We are both firstborn, so we're never late, but also both of us are very stubborn. Ah, I've got that one, too. Both Both oldest, stubborn. My way, my rules doesn't always work. (laughs) This might lead to tension. Another person says, we've got two firstborns here, which means we always say everything is fine and they are both caretakers for Mm. their younger siblings. Oh, so interesting. uh, Everything is fine. What do you think they mean by that? Do you think it's sarcastic? Like everything is fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, I think it's like, they're like the swimming ducks, like, you know, like everything's crazy, but underneath, but above, they're like, nope, I got it. I'm going to take care of it. I like it. Stay cool. Fine. Stay level headed. Let's see. Me, so Melissa, we're just, we're just cruising through these right yeah, now. Yeah. Another one says two oldest. We both want to be in charge. So we've had to learn to give and take. Okay. Yeah, that's is is that something we've talked much about? Firstborns wanting to be in charge. I don't know if we have, but it is very. I feel like it's very apparent through these responses and through like the like just our firstborn. Yeah, he wants me in charge of some things, but I think like I'm a middle child and I want to be in charge of certain things. And youngest children just they want to be in charge of a lot of things. So mm-hmm. I'm curious about that one. Um, I've got another one. They clash more with the kids oh so they have five kids lots of middle children that's they're probably like what do we do with these crazy right children who are not responding like my firstborn's responding mm-hmm. both oldest which somehow equals none of our four kids being firstborns i'm not sure that means mm. maybe maybe god gifted them <laughs> They're like, your firstborns are covered in your family. <laughs> right. You need to you build some character. We're going to give you four youngest children. Enjoy. Yeah. Another one said oldest, both oldest, great communication and planning for fun future and family. So that's a positive. I can't imagine a world or a marriage where, like, I can't imagine you and I sitting down with a calendar, 
with notes and having a pleasant conversation and a fun conversation that we both enjoy about no. scheduling things out. That sounds miserable. Unless it was for Disney World. Then I'm in. Maybe. Now I become know. a firstborn all of a sudden. Yeah, you shared one of them that said um, they're both two oldest and for fun they do spreadsheets. Yeah, and I'm just like... Uh, firstborn married to a firstborn. Our car is always clean inside even though we have a four-year-old and a one-year-old. Oh, okay, how that, do you do that it? That would be really nice. That's, I wish. Another one says both firstborn... Um, we argue mostly over the chaos produced by our three kids. So firstborns and firstborns, we can go on and on there, but we've got some themes in there. And I think those themes are, they both want to be in charge. Mm -hmm. And if you, if you are in sync, it could work out. Mm -hmm. But if you aren't in sync, that could lead to some tension. Yep. Uh, But they also live very organized and clean lives, which... Many of us envy. On the surface. <laughs> but are you having any fun? No, Just they're kidding. bored. No, no, they're, they're having fun. Different things bring them They're having joy. fun because they've budgeted it out and they've planned and they make it happen. There they're can doers. Be, yeah, there can be a real power struggle. And what I think, to be half serious for a second, birth order is interesting because there's all these... There's all these different types of personality things, strengths, finders, Myers-Briggs, Enneagram. There's all these different things mm-hmm. to categorize personalities that can help you understand each other better. And I think birth order is just yet another one of those that is very, very interesting. It's to- very interesting because when you think of like a marriage, one of the things you that counselors and everyone tells you is like you bring so much baggage of like how you grew up and how you were raised and your every like your home life and that's what birth order represents it represents like how you may have been treated by your family how like what kind of relationship you have with them um and how you interacted so i think it it's fascinating all right should we move on sure so go back you're starting from the back i'm starting from the front yeah, so we have like hundreds of screenshots and they're all jumbled and there's no order. <laughs> Sorry to stress you out, firstborns. This would be two middle children. <laughs> so we're just scrolling and um, finding as we go, trying to find middle and middle. All right, so now let's see, I'm all set here. I had to switch around my headset there. All right, middle children and middle children. I've got one to start us off. All right. <laughs> Loud, strong, argumentative, stubborn, fun. These are all words that they they use to describe their marriage. (laughs) Hey, okay, we should keep going, but we need to come back to this because um, arguing and stubborn are interesting middle children traits that I think would be fun to unpack sometime as well. Mm -hmm. Can I... Is anyone not stubborn? <laughs> Is this just a humor, a human quality? I just feel like every everyone has a little stubbornness in them. Yeah, that's because the true. firstborns are very stubborn and probably motivated by different things. The middles are stubborn. Everyone's just stubborn. Are. All right, that's a good conclusion. We should just <laughs> conclude on that. I've got another one. We're both middles. We are both fueled by fun. Yeah. So this is playing in pretty hard to the stereotype, but they said we host nonstop 
party and decorate. So oh, I love that. They love like what gives them energy. It seems like is social interaction, having people over, the experience. Yeah. And Which they, again, it's not to say firstborns don't like that. Youngest children, only children don't like that. But that's an interesting. Both of them are middles, and they're both cool with it. I like that. All right, what else do we have? Hmm, I'm not seeing a lot of middle middles. Maybe it's because it, it's it's like a it's a it's, it's a dangerous. dangerous it's very dangerous. Because <laughs> I'm scrolling to. As, I've read a little bit. Um, Oh, never mind. Are going to bring some research in? I was, but... I've got, you know, bo- uh, let's see here, both middle children, and it's just like a it's a scared emoji and a laughing emoji. Um, <laughs> you, somebody, there really is not a lot. There isn't a lot. Maybe this is... Oh, here's one. Two middles from Brittany. She says, we are both unorganized and indecisive. We act like middles with our kids too. <laughs> so here's this is a funny quality when it yes. comes to being indecisive. Yes, I I was thinking about that. So unorganized is one thing. Melissa and I, I'll tell you this. We've got diff, we've got systems and things, but it is not it is not abnormal to see piles of things in our house everywhere. It's like let's corner. make it like we're great at making piles. We pile things on the stairs. We pile things in the corner. We pile <laughs> clothes on the floor because it's like, okay, that's a... It's a that, step in the right direction. Yep, that's a pile. We're going to deal with that pile, but just not right now. We don't want to deal with it right, right. now, but it's a pile. Mm-hmm. So we're great at making piles. Sometimes we follow through at some point. Sometimes we don't. Right. Sometimes there are piles for months. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's something like if one of us I'm really were first stressed born, about this. I'm re- really stressed about all the Christmas decorations Right now, we're kind of in piles, like we're gradually taking them down. And I was just wondering today, I'm like, how long will these be in, like, around the house totally. and not put away in storage? If we don't, that's the thing. If we don't do it right away, we're toast. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about being indecisive. Yes. What are your thoughts on this? I absolutely agree. I feel like middles are often like kind of the ones who have to go with the flow um, and don't want to like. They're, they may be a little bit more passive and um, because things are just being decided for them by either the, the baby of the family or the firstborns taking charge. And I'm very indecisive and you are pretty indecisive, I feel like. But the reason I'm indecisive, I think, is because I almost have a fear of missing out on one of the options. That's yeah. So I have a hard time deciding it. between two things, especially big decisions in life. When we've decided to move, job stuff... Um, whether or not to have another kid, get a dog, like these kind of bigger life decisions that have a bigger effect. I become extremely indecisive all of a sudden because I see both sides really well and I get both sides. I understand. I'm, um, so, and, and then with the smaller things, like where should we have lunch? It's everything sounds good or I don't know, like, because I want, I want the perfect decision to be made and then I have uh, paralysis by analysis where I'm just I overthink yeah. every you know which is hard for us like I feel like it's those little things that can like turn into like a really annoying like argument like it's like where are we going for lunch and we both just want the other one to decide <laughs> it's like that would be my love language just make the plan for me because I want to go with the flow we could use maybe our son should start making plans for us I don't know 
Yeah. We're both middle children, and that means we are both stubborn half the time. What is it? I mean, we just said everybody's stubborn. so I Everyone guess I is stubborn. But maybe <laughs> that's just my take. I feel like it's funny because like, I'm very go with the flow, but I'm also very stubborn. Totally you are. Totally I am what? Go stubborn. with the flow or stubborn? <laughs> very stubborn. Um, both middles... With three boys, we have a very loud and chaotic house in life. Yes. Three boys, both parents are middles. I have one. Both middles, messy house, lots of treats, lots of joking around. <laughs> See, that's a fun house. And what's funny too is like a firstborn might be listening and be like, well, we have that in our house too. But the middle would be the one to think of that as, um, here's how I'm going to describe it. The middle thinks this that's fun. Totally. The firstborn is like, uh, no, we're not talking about that. This one says both middle children and it's awesome. Our poor firstborn is always trying to rein us in. That's that's so funny <laughs> when parents are like, we drive our oldest child nuts because we are both <laughs> oldest children. Um, I've got another one from Jesse. She says we're both middle kids and it's nice because we both forget the diaper bag equally as often. <laughs> so yes <laughs> I'm getting in the car what did you forget it's not one person get it's like you get each other like yep yeah our like memories it. are toast two middle children we drive our oldest child nuts so middle and middle that's uh that's really fun to get people's takes on that and yeah we didn't see we saw more oldest and old firstborns mm-hmm. together so that's really interesting to me um and maybe just a lot of middle, middle children, children got distracted and didn't answer because they... That might be. Like they just... Saw, okay, let's let's go to um, youngest and youngest. By the way, did we see any only and onlys? Um, I have not. Right. We'll have to come back to that. I'll but let, Okay, we're, now we're doing youngest children in a relationship or married to another youngest child. How is this going to go? I am so excited. We're going to have to find find a couple, though. Now, you know, in theory, you have a couple of youngest children who, again, the way that we would describe a youngest tends to be somebody who is passionate, has a lot of conviction about things. Um, maybe, listen, I'm not saying this in a bad way, but maybe, maybe life has been um, served on a platter for this youngest child as they grew up mm-hmm. because the parents were like, eh, let's just take this one easy. <laughs> Right. And uh, then they grow up and uh, let's let's find out. Well, this one's interesting. It says we are both youngest and it means our marriage is super chill. Okay, so this is this is interesting because my younger brother, who is the youngest, is super chill, super chill. Now, he's got he's got tendencies of like a firstborn and he's got stubbornness, but Mm -hmm. he's always been really chill. And laid back. Yeah. And pretty, like, I'm just going to go with the flow a lot of the times. Right. In a good way. So we that's that's an attribute that we don't always talk about yeah. with the youngest child. But I've said this before. I feel like when you're youngest, you're either going to do one or the other. You're either going to, like, fight for your territory and be, like, this super, like, outspoken, like, I want what I want and I'm here to get it. Or you're going to be, like, you're going to notice the chaos and be, like, I'm just going to sit back and watch. Totally. All right. Um, um, one says, two youngest, please send help. <laughs> let's read into that. 
Yeah. Um, we need to read into that. Yes, absolutely. What, what? I mean, there are some laughing emojis. Right. Please send help. <laughs> I don't. Oh wait. I, I don't know. I don't know how to read into it. I've got I've got another one here from Amy. Both youngest of four kids each. Uh, both lazy and wait wait uh, each other out for who starts. Yes. And both stubborn. <laughs> yes. Both lazy. So okay. We're both the youngest. Let's just say we drive our firstborn crazy. There's a lot of parents driving their firstborns crazy with these combos. Going back to the waiting, <laughs> waiting each other out to, to who starts. Like that's 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 like something I did a lot as a kid, probably. But as a youngest child, if I were youngest, I probably would have done it more. Like, uh, my older siblings or parents will take care of that, so I'm not going to. I will mm-hmm. wait till the last possible. Oh, my clothes are still not put away. I'm sure somebody will do it for me if I just not if I don't do it. Yeah, that is awesome. That is so funny. Um, another. I'm having a hard time finding. Oh, I've got I found another a couple. One. Youngest, youngest. It's chaos. We are both. Oh gosh, I don't know this word. <laughs> Obstinate. Is that a word? I wonder if this was a. I don't know. So obstinate. I want to Google that word. <laughs> oh goodness. Neither is a typo. It's a word that we don't use a lot. And also, we're both means. the youngest. It's a struggle sometimes. Okay. Youngest, I've got uh, two youngest, both the good kids after a wild firstborn. Not sure exactly what that means, but we'll keep moving. Ooh, obstinate is an adjective. Stubbornly refusing to change one's opinion or chosen course of action that despite like attempts to persuade one to do so. That's a youngest child. Is, <laughs> gosh, Thank you for silly. giving us another <laughs> word to use now. <laughs> That's so good. Now, Both youngest mostly works, but our families don't expect much from us. There it is right there. <laughs> Expectations are low because you set the bar there as a kid. Mm-hmm. I, I can't find a ton more youngest, youngest. Maybe this is the most dangerous combination. It might be. Putting two youngest that... in a marriage together? Look out. <laughs> or they just get each other and they hire out what they need help with we are both the youngest who needs plans that's uh that's i like that it's kind of middle tendencies right there too uh okay we're both youngest and our house is a mess because we're still used to being cared for see okay things like that make me giggle because that is <laughs> that is just so perfect um, another one says two youngest and we rock <laughs> <laughs> and yeah you do Yes, you do. All right. I think that's good. Interesting. I, yeah, I, and I didn't s- really see any only onlys. Neither did I. Um, but next, there are plenty of onlys paired up right. with um, with others. I do have one. They say we're both only child. It is like the death emoji. I mean, it's. let's just imagine this for a second. You have two people who are not... Like as as the only kid in the family, you didn't have to deal with siblings getting in your stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You're probably so you probably grew up to be. I'm speculating here. Okay, don't get mad at me, people. If you aren't like this as an only child, or if mm-hmm. your kid's not like this, but um, I would imagine maybe you're a little bit more territorial. Maybe not used to other people getting in your stuff. Not used to sharing space. Um, you're used to being the right, you know, kind of like a firstborn, like. 
well, I'm going to do it my way. This is mm-hmm. the way I do it. And nobody's pushing back against that. You don't have siblings fighting you for things. So two only children get married. And now it's like, okay, good luck living with another human being who <laughs> has the same upbringing as you, but uh, good luck sharing the space. Right. Uh, you know? Sometimes I wonder if only children are actually like the super powerful, like, communicators of the world because they have just been like um, learners of everything like they just learn everything from what they're watching and then when they're with their friends you know how like when you're with your family versus when you're with your friends you're much more strategic with your friends and like kind and like and when you're with family you kind of let your guard down you like just show you just get the claws out really fast so like only children aren't used to like having that safe place where they like take their claws out as often as like oh, all these true. other okay hooligans right so i like okay. putting those sense. two together who have been like saving face all this time right you didn't grow up fighting with the sibling right you don't have the last one this one's from lewis um only girl and only boy so we are both pretty independent so that's really interesting too mm-hmm. so maybe that could actually work really well if you're both cool with like, these are the areas that our lives intersect. These are the areas where we're okay. Like these are the nights of the week that we don't need to be doing things together. We're independent. You know, I'm going to go do this. You do like that could, that could be, that could work. That That could work. That could work. Basically just stay away from each other. Right. Is that? (laughs) No. You have your, Uh, your space. All right. I think we're going to end it there because next week we're going to start diving into what is it like when a firstborn marries a middle or a youngest marries a firstborn or a middle marries a youngest or it's just in a relationship with and then we'll throw some only child combos in there as well mm-hmm. but can we organize this list next time so we can yeah, get I through think, it quicker I think we okay can organize good luck to us we will we will put that on the to-do as list. we introduce next week's podcast i guarantee we lead <laughs> off with well we didn't organize the list <laughs> Yeah, probably. All right. As always, thanks for listening to The Funny Thing About Parenting. It's a pleasure hanging out with you every, I would say every week, but it's not, it's almost every week that we have a podcast, but thanks. Thanks for listening and we'll see you soon. Bye.